If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. On the other side of the equation, of course, is the considerations of health care. And to that end, we've been joined on the line by Michael McCarthy, uh, who's been involved in health policy and delivery at the ministerial level in Ontario for decades. He's now a senior advisor to QuestCap, who have made an announcement of significance earlier today. Michael, good to have you on the Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Well, thank you, John. Thanks for having me. Give us an overview quickly. QuestCap is what exactly? QuestCap is a, uh, a, a money fund that... Uh, invest into uh, emerging economies and opportunities that uh, uh, obviously in this case COVID-19 is something that they feel that they can take the entrepreneurial spirit of their uh, their fund and move it forward to help uh, with the science and uh, operational opportunities to help uh, beat back COVID-19. All right and so you've stepped up to the plate and uh, what is the nature of the investment? It's um, a million-dollar investment at Sunnybrook to help their science team that have uh, already made some incredible findings with COVID-19 related to isolating the gene and developing uh, sensitivity tests that are very valuable in uh, in uh, identifying uh, folks with COVID-19 in the hospital setting, and this will allow us to uh, participate with Sunnybrook and urge them onward so that they can accelerate these science discoveries to uh, practical solutions in the short term, help with vaccines, uh, novel therapies in the hospital and in the community to uh, treat people that get infected. So this is a private initiative, and uh, what you're doing is it's an investment, but it also... uh in a, an ideal set situation would be a win-win-win across the board. Um, tell me about that, though, when you uh, suggested that they isolated the gene, because that was big news uh, about two weeks ago, uh, where they isolated the agent that's responsible for COVID-19. What does that exactly mean? Well, I'm not a science guy, even though I'm a health professional. It, what it means is that they can uh, actually uh, take apart the uh, COVID-19 virus and and put uh, and grow it in the laboratory and uh, put certain agents to it to determine what's effective and what's not. So it accelerates the the discovery from uh, understanding what the virus is about to uh, what works against it to kill it. All right, and so uh, that's just the precursor to uh, maybe developing an antiviral or a vaccine, as you say. Uh, Any idea about uh, the research that's being conducted in part with uh, your help or just in general at Sunnybrook, uh, are they trying to develop a vaccine or an antiviral might also be one way of sort of, uh, you know, arresting the spread of this virus? Uh, Do you have any idea or indication where the research team that you're partly funding here is on uh, as far as this is, as far as that is concerned? 
Well, uh, it's led by Dr. Uh, Mubarika, and she is uh, world-renowned, and they are looking at all three of those things, John. They are looking at the application of their discoveries to be used in um, moving it forward for treatments and vaccines and for testing kits, uh, including the ability uh, to develop tests that could be done in the home or in commercial settings so that, uh, as we all believe, uh, in order to eradicate uh, COVID-19, testing is going to be critical and the ability to mass produce it in the short term is going to be uh, needed uh, as it's been done in small jurisdictions in uh, South Korea and, and Singapore. They've been very effective at that and I think Sunnybrook's uh, uh, know-how and their ability to ramp their uh, their brain trusts together are going to make a big difference for what's needed here in Canada. How typical is that private investment when it comes to research and development of uh, medicines in this province, in this country? Uh, do we rely primarily on private monies, or is it a combination, private and public? Well, I, I have to say that uh, if we wait for government to do it, it's a long time coming, and it generally gets underfunded. So uh, private entrepreneurship, uh, as uh, uh, QuestCap has m- brought forward through the leadership of Stan Barty, is is the kind of stuff that, uh, frankly, the economy and the leaders in it are the ones that have to step up the plate to accelerate things quickly. We're all in this together. Uh, I think this is a unique time, John, and so I think the business community uh, wants this solved as quickly as possible like everybody else does, and so they're willing to put their money where their mouth is and to support a public institution like Sunnybrook. Uh, to bring that uh, private aspect to it to help accelerate uh, what needs to be done here. Michael, why why did you choose Sunnybrook? Well, it's because they had the initial uh, science team in hand and they had the early discovery of, of with COVID-19. Um, Mr. Barty has a very positive relationship with the hospital there, and it was just a, a, a natural thing to invest into the quality people that are there. Now, when it comes to the investment, I was citing earlier, it's a win-win-win. You're obviously going to have a stake in this, and any success will accrue to your benefit as well. Tell us how that would work. Well, like any uh, uh, entrepreneur uh, like myself, I I worked for many years for for the government and have been a consultant in the private sector for many years in healthcare. Um, The upside for me is that uh, as the uh, discovery that comes through this investment from QuestCap to to Sunnybrook, will there's a a propriety. uh, information that comes out of that investment in the discovery that will lead to some commercial interest uh, for QuestCap. Uh, at this point, it's, uh, it's nominal, but down the road, if it becomes widely available, um, QuestCap will do okay, and so will I. Well, that's all right. That's what free enterprise is all about, and uh, it's the engine that drives the economy, and we ought not to uh, sneer at it, but rather celebrate it, and we need more like you. Uh, In that end, uh, I just hope that something uh, positive does come about as a result, and uh, we'll all live happily ever after, Uh, certainly you and the folks at uh, QuestCap, but uh, we'll keep our fingers crossed for that because, I mean, Really, R&D is uh, the nub of where we need to be on this one and uh, find a solution sooner rather than later. I appreciate your weighing in. Good luck to you going forward, Michael. Thank you so much, John. Michael McCarthy again, uh, Senior Advisor to QuestCap, and uh, that's what they've done. Put some money forward, million bucks, and uh, they're hoping that uh, that research that made 
international headlines, actually, uh, I think it was March 20th, where they actually isolated the agent responsible for the virus. And uh, when you can do that, you isolate it, then you can start to work on a vaccine because you kind of got a template or a blueprint uh, of what you're working with there. Million bucks. Nice to see that people have that kind of money in this day and age. A lot of people are going to feel strapped, as we know they already are. Uh, What was the stat I was reading just a a moment or two ago where the number of restaurants that are going to be uh, closing down or lost. I want to ask Peter Tabbins about that. You know, he represents on, uh, I guess it's Toronto Danforth is his riding. And uh, many, many restaurants on the Danforth. I have friends uh, who actually do own some of these restaurants. And uh, right now, unless you're serving takeout or delivery, uh, you're down. And you could be down for the count. Uh, one report came out and said uh, 10% are going to be gone automatically. Heard a report from the Canadian Federation of Independent Business yesterday that said uh, as many as a third of these companies uh, are not going to be helped even with the bailout money or the lifeline thrown to them by the government because they were so seriously underwater. So that might just forestall the inevitable. Uh, but what you really need is cash flow and demand so that when you do finally get the green light to go back to business, you need customers. Your cash flow is reliant on that. And so are the government programs doing enough in that regard? You know, there are some people for whom uh, there is no assistance in any way, shape, or form, despite all the stuff, the hundreds of billions of dollars that have now been earmarked by the government, because they fall through the cracks. And... uh I'm talking about some, and I've gotten emails to this extent from frantic folk for whom uh, it's a matter of they had a promise to start work and uh, upon graduation. So where do they go for relief? Because, in effect, they they had the job, uh, but it was waiting for them. And so they didn't actually log any hours. You can't rightly say they were employees. And then there's the other side of the equation where uh, some of this money... 75% of uh, 58700 is the max, so you'd get $874 on a weekly basis. What if you're making six figures? And some people in, say, high tech, that's not uncommon. 90, 100, 120, 150 grand. So uh, three quarters of 58000 and then hoping that the company fills in the other 25%. Well, if there's no work coming in, uh, isn't that too onerous a burden to place on the company? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.